When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through. While giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to you all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the Anxiety Chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash the Anxiety Chicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and the platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free. So hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So it really is such a user-friendly platform and 
The coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we are so excited to be back with you all this week. We hope you enjoyed hearing to Mary Meckley talk a little bit about meditation last week and how meditation really works to heal your anxiety. And we hope you guys enjoyed the meditation at the end. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, Mary actually guides us through a meditation for about five minutes at the end of the episode, and it is so healing. I loved it so much. I've been getting such great feedback about how calming that meditation is. Um, so go back and listen to that episode. It was, it was great. I loved it. Um, so today we have a really good topic, but before we get into our topic today, Taylor, how's everything going? Um, good. That was a pause. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I'm brained. So we had a guest who was coming on today and I got a message from her like late last night and then it, it got my mind going and then I couldn't go to sleep and I'm just, I'm a little tired. <laughs> Yes. So, and interestingly enough, it happened on a Sunday night and um, we're going to be talking about the Sunday scaries. And so that probably contributed to your Sunday scaries a little bit. But um, yes, so we had, we're supposed to have a guest today and we're going to be recording it next week. So stay tuned for that. But um, wait, so tell me about what was going on with your sleep or what happened? Well, I'm just a planner. Like I like routine. I like plan. Like if, if something, I have a really big issue and I need, this is something I'm working on. If something's planned and then it's changed, it, it's really hard for me to like, let that go. I'm just like, no, that was the plan. Like, what do you mean? Like, and then, and then you were like, here, here's a bunch of things we could talk about that are topics people want to hear. And I'm like, I can't adjust that. Well, I have like an adjustment. <laughs> like I can't just like hop, like, even like some days where you're like, let's record two episodes in one day. I'm like, my brain is so like one train focused that yeah. like I can't hopping to like a different topic or like, I don't know. It's just so it's like my brain is like screaming structure. It's like I, I function on structure because you were like, let's talk about Sunday scaries like so many people. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So many people want to hear about Sunday scaries. And I'm like, well, I really, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't really have Sunday scaries because on Sundays are when I plan for the week. And so Sundays feel really in control for me because I know what's going to happen this week. So that's, this is so interesting. I can't wait to get into this because I think that hearing your perspective about Sundays is going to be really helpful for a lot of people because I, I struggle with them. Not as much, but anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. But tell me, 
but uh, but other than other than last night with the sleeping and stuff, have you been doing okay? Yeah, I think I've just uh I don't know. I've been in I've been in a funk, a little bit of a yeah. funk. I don't know what it is. It's just like uh well, you know, before COVID having a my private practice, it's all virtual. And so yeah. I think I'm struggling with that. Like I'm struggling with uh you don't really feel like you're with people when you're doing it uh yeah. through the computer. You know what I mean? Like that sense of like uh, it, it's hard for people who people who have uh or go to a job they have employees that they're around all the time. And I think that's healthy. Whereas yeah. like you and I, we have our private practice and we're not really around employees. We have our own, it's lonely. And uh, yeah, I find myself like isolating and, uh, you know, just because that is our job. Our job is we kind of do it our, manage it all ourselves. And so at the end of the day, I think it's super lonely which i i think can contribute to some depression or bouts of depression uh for yeah. me personally and i think when i get in that i notice changes in myself such as like sl- wanting to like sleep longer lack of like not waking up in the morning feeling motivated and uh kind of just like lack of creativity i don't know it's just like i go through seasons of that yeah well i'm i'm the same way i mean i I think with the pandemic and what's yeah. happened this whole year is a whole nother layer of like right. loneliness for me. I mean, my, yeah, being in a private practice by myself is isolating. And so yeah. I've, I've been sort of also, I don't know about where you are, but the weather here just kind of got colder for a couple days, like a week. And so it was really nice for a little while and then it got colder. So it was like inside more again, but yeah, I've sort of like been in a little bit of a funk too. And yeah. I don't know if anyone else is feeling, I mean, I don't know, is, is, uh, is what is it called? Mercury and retrograde or something? Or what is it with the planets when they're not aligned or something happening? I don't know. There's all this like stuff <laughs> that happens that? in the universe. And is that happening right now? I don't know that, but that's what oh. a lot of people say is like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. So basically, I don't it means like things are upside down and inside out. Um, but, but I'm it's sorry. Kind of, you- it's kind of funny though, on like perspective, because I'll like say that to my husband and he's like, I want, and he has like these like great friendships at work because he works a lot, like 8, 8 a.m., like gets there at 8 a.m. till sometimes 10 p.m. Oh my and he works gosh. Saturdays. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, it's not always like that, but he's just, he's in a heavy work job. And so, um, he's created, I mean, they're all like best friends up there because they're together so much. And so I'm like, oh, I like see that sometimes. And like, I'm envious of it. And I'm like, oh, I wish I like had that. And he's like, I want what you have. He was like, I want to be at home all day, every day. And I'm like, no, you don't. I was like, trust me. Like, but I think, I think everyone has that. Like if you're in one side where you go to an office every day, you want that stay at home. And if you're a stay at home, you want that go to a job. So I think it's like, you know, it's like people who have straight hair, they want curly hair and people have curly yeah. hair, they want straight hair. So yeah, yeah. it's like, Best I'm very world. grateful for, for, um, you know, what we get to do. We are very blessed. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think sometimes it's, it's hard and I don't know. It is. No, it is. It's, it's hard. And you and I can totally relate to that. And, I think, you know, 
again, people that have never worked from home that might have worked from home this past year right. might be thinking, oh my gosh, I love this. Like, I don't even want to go back into an office. <laughs> or but they still, they still got to get on like even Zoom calls Zoom with call. a bunch of people. You know, it's like you and I were like, obviously we can't be like friends with our clients. Like that's no, <laughs> not yeah. allowed. You know, like when we're talking to them, it's not friendship. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of like my other employee. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like you and yeah. I are like employees together. I don't know. It, no, I, I know it made, it made me realize how important it is for me to be around people. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And it's just, you know, I don't know. I think you have to remember too, you know, with, when, when you get in these funks or whatever, I've, people have good days and people have bad days. I mean, yeah. you know, I have talked a little bit about this on um, my Instagram story, but I don't think here really much, but my dad is in the hospital and he fell and he, yeah, and he broke his hip. And so He's been in the hospital for like almost a week now and he has to go to rehab after that. And, you know, he's okay. He's a little bit out of it here and there. And so just, it's really hard seeing someone you love just be out of it. But, you know, things that happen unexpectedly, like he's been having good days. He's, he has bad days. I've been trying to help my mom because she's trying to help him and, you know, only one person go in the hospital. So like my sister and I can't go and there's a lot of emotions, but you know, every, it's like, there's good days and there's bad days. And so I feel like that week, this week has been like that for me too. I mean, I was in a funk a couple hours one day and then I actually felt better because I took a walk and then I felt that. So I think just reminding yourself that, you know, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days and, you know, just connecting with other people, connecting with your support system is so important. And all these things that we're going to talk about today, but. I also feel like on those bad days, it's like you go down that spiral of like, I was watching a TV show and I can't remember what happened. And then I started just like obsessing over death. And I was just like, I wonder how I'm going to die. And then like, just like all these thoughts of like, well, what if it's soon? Like, oh my gosh, I hate days passing because days passing are like less days I have. It's it's like the weirdest thoughts. And then I like, I said these thoughts aloud to my husband because I was like, you know, I'm just going to say them. Like, I'm going to say everything that's on my mind. And he was just like, why do you think like that? (laughs) He was like, I never think about that. And I'm like, it's like there. It's like, oh, oh. And then I think this is what got me. Actually, I really, I actually, I think I know what pinpointed and started my spiral. And it was we, a kid from my high school, and then my dad's employee both died of a heart attack in the oh last week. Oh my gosh. I know. And it was just like, this kid was 24. Oh. And then this guy was 54. And it's just like, it, it was just weird, you know? And then I was like on a walk and I saw an ambulance in front of our neighbor's house. And I'm just like, this is too much. Like, it just feels like everyone's going down. You know what I mean? Like oh when you gosh. see a bunch of events. Hearing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like hearing because then it's just like, I don't know. And then I heard about like this UT football player, like really big, big deal in Texas. He died. And then I'm just like, why are these people dying? Like I need answers. And then you can't find answers. And then I yeah. start digging too much. I'm like looking up obituaries. It's like, oh, I got to stop. Oh my gosh, Taylor. <laughs> I just like, okay, hang on. When I hear about someone who died, who's young, I want to know why. Like, I have to know why. I know. 
And that's just, I know. I you, you just part feel... of the health anxiety when no, I'm spiraling. No, it is. You want to so... get, you want to, you want some sense of control. I get it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it goes all the way back to that, but, um, so ever... I would say it's like, a, I didn't understand triggers, but now I, I'm starting to learn more about triggers and how real they are. Like, yeah. I was like, what is being triggered? Like, I used to say that. I'm like, I don't get what being triggered is, yeah. but I think that kid dying triggered me. And then I went into that sure. spiral. Yeah. And I, yeah. But, I, but I never used to like pinpoint why I was triggering or not yeah. why I was triggering, why I was, spir- why I was spiraling. Right. Well, you're becoming more self-aware. That's all. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's good right. to be aware of like when you feel like you are somewhere or you read something and automatically your brain just starts becoming very reactive. <laughs> and, you know, the more self-awareness you have, the more, honestly, the more control you have over your reaction right. to things. And I'm sorry, I think I said they both died of a heart attack, but his was they okay so my friend was texting I, obviously i like texted everyone from my hometown about it because i needed answers yeah but i was yeah. acting like i was like worried <laughs> and i <laughs> i mean like i was worried but like obviously i wanted to know why like i needed to know that and um someone was like oh he had a heart attack i'm like okay you don't have heart attacks at 20 like he was like 24 and then like after doing some digging it wasn't a heart attack he had a pulmonary embolism So I actually, so that's my biggest fear. Blood clots are my number one biggest fear. So I actually want to do an episode and I think a ton of people listening, I totally forgot about this before when we were talking, blood clots and health anxiety. That is literally my biggest worry. And I'd love to talk all about it. Like I actually paid out of pocket in college. I went and bought this, uh, this genetic test that I could get from Quest Diagnostics and I got it done like outside of my insurance um, because I was so worried I had this gene called wow. Factor 5. We'll do a whole episode on it, but yeah. I, think that'll, I think that'll be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyways, I spiraled, guys. Back spiraled. on topic. <laughs> I spiraled. And it just so happened that the spiraling was on a Sunday. And so like we were talking about before, and I, you know, again – when we have our recaps in the beginning of how our weeks were, you p- go back to different episodes. And honestly, so there's there's times when we start talking in the beginning of some episodes and we're like, actually, this week was great. Like, it's such a good week. I did right. this. And oh my gosh, yeah. And listen to like how great this conversation was. And it's just, it's interesting. I, I, I actually think I'm going to go back and just listen to the first parts of a lot of our, <laughs> a lot of our podcasts, because I think, you know, you would see the difference of, you know, this week is like, ugh, it sucked. And then, you know, I went through a breakup. I had like a billion weeks that were horrible. So it's yeah, like, I was like, wait, I don't, I don't know. There were so many different things, but I think, I think what's interesting is you started earlier talking about how, when you got that message last night from our guest who, right. you guys, I got a text this morning from Taylor at... <laughs> Like 2 a.m. your time. Yeah. When I woke up, it was like 2 a.m. my time that she texted me. And I'm thinking, why was she awake? Because <laughs> it was 1.30 her time. <sighs> and I just think to myself, now we're doing an episode on Sunday Scaries. And I'm thinking, oh, this is perfect. Because what was going on with her last night? I mean, she must have had some type of anxiety around what was going on with the guest or whatever. And so Sunday Scaries, we're going to get into it. But I think it I think it's it's interesting because when you when you read about Sunday scaries, you know, a lot of it does have to do with the upcoming week and 
a lot of times with, you know, your work environment or stuff like that. But I feel like there's different reasons why people get anxious on Sundays. Right. Like, I feel like for my generation in college, people used to be like, ooh, Sunday scaries. I have a Sunday scaries today. If they like went out and like binged the night before, like went and partied yes. and then you're anxious the next day. That's what, that's where I first heard about what Sunday scaries is. So when you used to always post about Sunday scaries, I'm like, oh, is Allison hungover? Like, cause that's, <laughs> oh my God, no. Well, cause that's the only thing I've ever heard of Sunday scaries being. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like that's maybe how it started. Cause honestly, when I was your age, we used to say it all the time after, you know, big weekends down the shore or, you know, I used to go out, you know, two, two nights a weekend, which was like, what? Um, and then on Sunday, yeah, you would have this kind of debilitating anxiety. And I remember a lot of it was because I was hungover or I had just spent the last, you know, 48 hours with a bunch of people, you know, when yeah. I'm kind of an introvert, so I getting that much socialization for me has so much anxiety attached to it. But yeah, I remember I was hungover, and you have to remember, alcohol is a, a depressant. So, um, you know, the reason it's called that is not because you're depressed when you're on it, but when you're in withdrawal, you feel depressed or anxious. You know, anxiety and depression are very connected. So. All of those chemicals that are happening in your body when you're coming on, when you're hungover, of course, they're producing more anxiety. So that's kind of where I first heard it too, which right. is interesting. But there is a lot more to it. It's not yeah. just kind of being hungover, even though I think that there still is a connection related to that. Um, so you, okay, so you heard about the, is there any other, so what, what did you hear about it after that? Like, Um, so now I think I see it as Sunday scaries being like, you are anxious about Monday and like the upcoming week. Okay. Yeah, me too. That's kind of how I've started to, when in doing some different reading and like your thoughts start creeping in, like you can't enjoy your Sunday. Yes, actually, you know, it's crazy. Some people can't even enjoy their Saturday or even Friday when the weekend starts because they're dreading Monday so much. I would just cancel Monday if Isn't I was crazy? at that point. Yeah, I would cancel Monday. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but no, so I think, yeah, I think that from what what I have heard from a lot of people and myself is more the dread of the upcoming week because one, you really, really hate your job if you have yeah. a job, if you yeah. have a job that you hate. Or if you have so many responsibilities, like any any parents listening with kids, I mean, right. how many different responsibilities you have about like your kid's schedule or what they need to do for school or, you know, any, you know, anything like that, that's not even what you have to do, but for your family. Right. It's almost debilitating to think of, oh my gosh, look at all of this that I have to do. And- how am I going to get that? Like how there's never enough time. So I think what helps me with that. Yeah. That sounds insane when you think about it, like, oh my gosh, all these things. And I have that too. Like I have all these things I have to get done in a week, but that's why I have that planner and it's by the hour. And so if I have every hour planned out of my week, I'm good. Everything is put in its spot. Everything has a time. Everything is scheduled out 
hour by hour. Nothing's left out. So what I first do is I make a brain dump. I do a brain dump. I so I yes. set a timer. I set a timer for five minutes and I make a just I'll take like this notepad I have and I'll create a, a list of everything on my brain that I'm like, okay, this all has to get done this week. Has to, has to, has to. And so okay. I do a has to list. And then I go back through and I have in my planner hour by hour my days. Like I don't like planners where it's just like here's a box because it's like, okay, I'll I'll get overstimulated by that. Cause it's like, okay, when do I do this and this? I like to see my whole day hour by hour because there's a time for everything. And it and it shows my mind that everything can get done and breaks. And so I go yes. back to that brain dump list and I'll be like, okay, what are the top five most important things? And every day I try to accomplish five important things. Not they I don't have to be that. big. They I don't have to be that. big, but just like five yeah. things. And if I accomplish five things a day, yeah. I feel great. I'm like, I That's did it. Awesome. I did the five things. That's all I needed to do. Cause it's so easy for me to like look at my to-do list and be like, I need to clear out my whole my whole to-do list today. Right. And then I get nothing done. 100%. I'll do nothing. I will literally just look at it and procrastinate and probably end up on YouTube. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and there and is some nothing done. <laughs> no, of course. Well, so it sounds like then for you, what makes Sunday successful? Because like you said before, you don't really struggle with Sunday scaries. And so I'm wondering if what is productive for anyone that does struggle with them is sort of to plan out your week and maybe get into more of a routine or yeah something like that. I think that's why I don't have the Sunday scaries because literally, like I said, if I did not see things hour by hour for my week, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be freaking anxious. I would be looking at this long to-do list of what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know with clients it's really hard because you'll have a client at 11 a.m. and then you won't have another client till 3 p.m. Right. And you right. have to balance time. Yes. We create our own schedules. I mean, people, sometimes I want to just throw my hands in the air and be like, I'm about to go sign up for a local job that hands me a schedule because it's tough creating mm-hmm. your own schedule and dealing with people rescheduling and all that, especially during uh, the pandemic. But yeah, if I accomplish five things a day, no, no matter how little or how big they are, I feel like I did enough. Can you give give me a couple examples of, you know, what's on those lists for you? Is it like as simple as um, meditate for two minutes or, you know, or okay, I mean, so not that that's so simple, but. Those or, are scheduled um, in. Those oh, are just okay. put in before anything. Breaks are put in before anything because I found when I work myself to death and I don't get up, I'm less productive. So I have to like schedule out like 30 minutes free time. You go do whatever the heck you want. I love it. And if you and if you don't allow yourself those times, your brain will start to just like shut off and you'll be doing a task, but you're not really doing it. You're just staring at your computer, which I used to do. I used to spend days, Allison, where I was on my computer all day long, but getting nothing done. Oh, gosh. Like right. I would look at the end you're of the day distracted. and I'm like, what did, yeah, I'm like, what did I do today? Like I might have researched a bunch of things. Right. But I got nothing done. Like I learned about a lot of things, but I got nothing done. And so it's just so like on the to-do list will be just like anything on my mind. So like if I have an Amazon return that I know I need to get returned, okay. you yes. know, you put off those returns. They sit in yes. your garage for like yes. what, oh weeks <laughs> and I then you're like, oh, I can't, re- I can't return them now. Yeah. Um, so like, it, but it's, but it hangs out in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? Like, you know, 
I, I don't know about you, but like for me, it's like it will bother me. Like that return that's been in the garage is in the back of my head. So dumping it on my brain dump list, it's there. I don't have to worry about it. Okay. It's on the list. So I don't have to worry about it. It will be picked out this week because this brain dump list has to get done by Friday. Love it. But I, I also don't that. get I don't get crazy with it. I'm not like I need to like uh solve world hunger. Like I don't get right. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I don't get wild over here. Like I'm not trying to do crazy things. But yeah. um yeah. I love just, that. Cause I think I used to put like so much on my plate. I don't know about you, but those planners with the boxes, you know what I mean? Where it's just a box. It's like, yeah. here's Monday and here's a box. And then I would write in the box, all these things. I would basically brain dump in this Monday box and then be like, it would be like 8 PM. And I'm like, I got nothing done because it's like, there's no structure. Right. And you're putting yes. all, you're putting a week's worth of work into one day. I so would I, do that. I think that, yeah, I think that that actually would be so, I mean, not even just for, you know, someone who doesn't have a family, but I think with, with some parents or having that type of planning for their kids, if they have them or with so many different responsibilities, I mean, your brain only has certain amount of mental capacity to hold on to what you can remember to do. So I think that if there's, you know, anyone listening that's a parent or has a lot of different responsibilities or a caregiver, it just even just has to take care of so many different things with work-life balance, being able to plan out your week like before can be really helpful to, and maybe even doing that on like, you know, Sunday morning or something so you can enjoy the rest of the Sunday to know like, okay, these are the things I have to do. Okay, that's fine. And I got, I'm going to do them. And this is what needs to be done. Okay. And planning them out. But I think I mean, that, that's why, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, I, I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that for me, I still do that and it does help. But when I was in, when I had really bad Sunday scaries, not like the hangover one we were talking about before, but I literally was in a job a couple different jobs that I despised. And as much as I planned, the anxiety just wouldn't go away because I literally was dreading going to work. What what kept you from quitting? I just no, I eventually did. <laughs> I eventually what, no, left what, these jobs. What kept you there so long? Like what kept you there uh, week after week having Sunday scares? I mean, you know, I was there. I couldn't for me. I, it takes a lot for me to just like leave a job. I wanted to at least be at a certain job for at least a year or more, you know? So I'm not going to leave a job after four months, even though I know it was a toxic environment and terrible. So I had to stick it out. And to be completely honest, a lot of my anxiety on the weekends came from the fact that I have to go back into this environment that is toxic for me. And a lot of the the toxicity came from not even because of the job that I do. I actually loved the job I was doing, but the people around me, I did not like. Yeah. Yeah. So got a lot of anxiety about these interpersonal relationships and about my supervisors that were terrible. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I have to go and be around these people again today and all this stuff. There was just so many different toxic environments in like the high school, one of the high schools I worked in one of the other schools that I worked in, just like the systems, there were systemic things that were wrong with it. Mm -hmm. A lot of things I couldn't control. So 
Um, you know, I will tell you though, probably the biggest thing that helped me get through, you're right, like why didn't I leave? I probably could have left earlier then because, you know, I, I don't want this to be an episode about like if you hate your job, just quit because I don't think it's just as easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to quit. You know, you do want to just try and see if you can, you know, talk, either communicate what's going on with other people to either HR, if that helps, right. or, you know, communicate with your supervisor. There's things that can, it's not as easy as just being like, I'm just going to quit. I mean, sometimes it's just not that easy. So I will say the one thing though that helped me is to, is realizing that the job that I the jobs that I were that I was at they were all temporary. Like I was not going to be there forever. I might not be quitting tomorrow, but I know if it doesn't get better, I allow myself to be like I'm not going to stay at this job if Absolutely. I don't want to for like the next year. I'm going to look for other jobs. I'm going to see what's out there, and that's totally okay. Yeah. So giving, being able to say to myself, you know what, this is actually not temporary and I'm going to think about leaving in the next whatever. It actually helped me. I would go in on Sundays or Mondays and I'd, I'd say to myself, oh, yep. Okay. I'm going to get, I know I have to talk to this person. Oh gosh, I have to sit through this meeting again, which is always triggering for me, but you know, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to get through yeah. it today. And so just knowing it was temporary was so helpful for me. Oh Absolutely. Gosh. I think I think there's a lot of people who feel like um, if they quit a job that they're failing or that their family will be disappointed in them or that people will be like, what are you doing? Like you need to make like your money. Like what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get stuck in a job that they're so unhappy with. And when you really think about life, what do you spend the majority of your time doing? I mean, we are at work exactly. more than the free time we have. And I think some people get so caught up in uh, – the money and worrying about people thinking that they're failing and stuff. And I, and I think taking that back and doing what makes you happy and taking that leap of faith, even if for a little bit you fail, um, I think that's so important. And I think a lot of people are getting lost in, I don't know how to say it, but what made you take that leap of faith to like finally leave? I, um, I'm telling you, this was a couple different jobs, you guys. It wasn't even <laughs> just one. And that's I, okay. Uh, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm the type of person that figures out what I, okay. Like with my, with my job, every job that I had, I figured out what I didn't like. And it got me closer to the type of my private ah. practice, to the job that I wanted to do. Yeah. So I almost viewed it as, okay, this isn't for me either. And that's okay. I tried it, but this is not for me. So now I'm going to try, you know, this other type of work that I, I want to work on. And now I'm so happy to be where I am. But a lot of times, you know, you don't really know what you, you like until you figure out what you don't like, you know? Right. So, right. But how did um, you like in your mind tell yourself like, it's okay to quit? I think a lot of people struggle with like that they're failing uh -huh. almost by quitting or leaving a job. Leaving, totally. why would you yeah. leave an opportunity like that or like yes. something like that? And that honestly, that was the thought that went through my mind every single Sunday yeah. was like, I can't quit. I'm a failure if I do. I'm going to fail yeah. at this if I quit. And so that would, that would be my Sunday scaries for like <laughs> 10 years was just telling myself that I was a failure if I left this job. But I'll tell you, my support system, 
I had a couple people that I would talk to about the job. Some people that were in my field that I really, you know, as long as you have, I feel like one or two, even just one person you feel like is an ally for you at, at a job that can advocate for you or that yes. you feel like really understands the, you know, toxicity of the place you work in, talk to that Absolutely. person and just Absolutely. kind of, yeah, you know, just tell them about what's, what you're going through because chances are they also feel the same way and they probably won't be at that job much longer either. Because right. That's what I found a lot of the people that I actually connected with aren't at the jobs that I was at either because they knew better. They they were ethical people. They didn't want to see any of this going. They can work in that environment either. It's very toxic. Right. So um, I think my support system was huge and just recognizing that I am worth more than the job. <laughs> I'm yeah. worth so much more than just this dead end job that yeah. people are just making choices that are really unethical choices to do different things. And I don't understand why that was going on. And I mean, when I, I on Sundays, I wouldn't even be able to sleep really either. Wow. Sunday nights were really hard. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I, um, and, and then it was, it got so much worse because I knew Monday I had to wake up really early for work. So I wouldn't even be able to sleep till late, but then I start thinking about how I needed to go to sleep, which then made me not sleep even more. And <laughs> it was, it was just, it, it was just the anxiety was real. And then you know, it got a little bit better throughout the week knowing Friday was coming again, but then Friday would come and I would already start dreading going back to work. And so a lot of the Sunday scaries revolved around work for me. That was mm -hmm. just a huge part of it. And I think that's probably a big part of it for a lot of people. Um, right. And, and, and I don't know, I, I just, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to say to myself, it's okay to not to not make this job your life. Right. Because it's it really okay shouldn't to, be. It's okay to quit. It's okay to to try a new path. It's okay to I think so many people, especially with anxiety, fear that it's not okay and that this is what they're supposed to do. And or they went to school for all these years and spent all this money on oh this career. Gosh, and yes. like if I don't do this, then I'm failing everyone. And I, all that time was a waste of time. And that's just not true. Like things happen, things change, and it's yeah. okay if it didn't work out. Yeah. And I remember too, on, there were some weeks where, oh my gosh, Sundays were so much worse because I had, I don't know, like I, I knew there was a meeting coming up during yeah. that week. That was like a huge meeting that I was either going to have to talk at, or maybe I would present at or something like that. So certain different appointments and stuff, I knew I would be so much more anxious on that Sunday than other ones. If I had right. an appointment or a meeting, um, that's, so that's still, so that's a difference between my Sunday scaries now, my Sunday scaries now, cause I do love my job and I'm at kind of this, you know, I have my own job and also having my own business. I, I'm basically my own boss. So I get to schedule what I want to schedule when I do, even though I, I also have to be so much more self-disciplined, which is a whole nother type of anxiety, but talk, wait, talk about that. I want to hear like what what your routine looks like now. So like, cause like I told you about how I schedule out hour by hour. So what, yes. what does it look like for you? So I have specific days where I know I see clients okay. because most of my clients, 
need to see me in the evenings because they do have a nine to five job. So usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I reserve for evening sessions. And then Thursday and Friday, I have some morning sessions. But there are a couple days that I'll reserve if needed for like one or two in the morning if I have to. Right. But I'm not really rigid when it comes to like scheduling for work. I I will be flexible with my clients right. because Absolutely. Yeah, and that's and that's helpful. Flexibility has helped me not be so rigid with rules either. Yeah. And so it's helped me be more flexible when things change. So the transition thing with the guest, mm-hmm. if that was five years ago, I probably would have freaked out and been like, no, we can't do this. We have to do it today. I probably would have had an hour in my brain of trying to figure out, you know, uh, what are we going to do with this podcast? Oh, my gosh. And just ruminating about how terrible this was that she couldn't come on today. Right. But then literally I texted you back. I was like, I can do an hour later. And she said she can't. And I said, okay, we'll do it next week. And that was it. I spent about two minutes of my brain power on that change. Right. It didn't right. make a difference because I also can't can't really control it. So right. the flexibility of things in my life has made me a lot more flexible. So I don't really have a really strict week when it comes to scheduling anymore. I always huh. – do Instagram stuff in the morning. I schedule out an hour or two for that. Um, I make sure I get exercise in. So I will make sure I put in time to move my body every day. So, and, yeah. So like, do you like, do you schedule that out or do you just go when you feel like it? No, I just go when I feel. Like do you go, lifetime. do you take like multiple breaks or do you just do one walk a day? Sure. I'll take, um, well, I have a dog. So I do have to take her. So that's kind of such a great thing because she's like my schedules to go outside because Uh, I know I have to take her in the morning and then I always will take her for a longer walk now that it's nice out and I'll always take her at night again. So I have sort of a schedule with my dog on that, but not really planned. Right. Um, But other than that, no, I literally Hmm. just... I have a planner that I use for my clients, but I do have time that technically is free time, but it's never free time because I'm always doing work on, I always know I have to work on either content for Instagram or the podcast or um, even marketing for my practice um, or just spending time like checking it on now my dad and making time for my mom and my family and stuff. So and also like, you know, making time for fun at, because I don't really have fun at night because my work day ends at like 8.30 usually. So I will maybe watch a show for a half hour during the day because that's like my time to actually relax because at oh. night I'm usually working. Okay. So it's a different schedule, but it's okay. And right. I actually love not having a schedule now. So during the winter, how are you moving? Oh, I got a stationary bike. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, how did you not lose your mind? I got a stationary bike. There. Oh, gosh. No. And I think I had talked about this a couple like months ago, but I needed a stationary bike. Yeah. So I did that. I did a lot of videos on YouTube. I do yoga too. I forgot. Yeah. I put yoga in my week at least like two times a week, three. Um, and I try and do my best. And so 
I really rarely have Sunday scaries now, but what I was going to say is the Sunday scaries that I have now have more to do with like appointments that I have coming up during the week. So, you know, if I have a doctor's appointment, I'll probably like think about that on Sunday and I'll just kind of think to myself, yeah. oh my gosh, I forgot I have this doctor's appointment. I'm kind of nervous for that. And I think about that because my health anxiety a little bit and, you know, I'll make sure that I... This is, I mean, this is something that I want to get into actually is like kind of how you can help yourself on Sundays when you feel like your thoughts are just all consuming. But I really try and at least do something for myself that's fun on Sundays that have nothing to do with work because I know for people, I don't know, for people that are maybe have nine to fives or don't have a job where they have to work on Sundays, but I don't really have to, but I feel like I could work all the time because of what we do. Okay. That's what I was like wanting to get in with you. Like how, how many hours do you spend sitting right there? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. Does it freak you out? That's I don't when my always... health anxiety starts ruminating. I'm like, oh no, my gosh, no. I'm so sedentary. Well, no, cause I don't always do work sitting here. But sitting. I actually change. Um, so I, I don't know because I actually sometimes do work when I'm on my bike. Or wow. I'll or I'll be walking my dog and I'll be, you know, I'll do a video for Instagram while I'm walking outside, you know. Yeah. So I try not to do all my work in one space. Yes, yeah. I do sit on my couch versus my chair, or I'll go outside and I'll I'll move. That's another thing I always make sure I, um, if it's a nice day out, go to like a coffee shop outside and maybe do work outside or something like that. Right. But um, so on Sundays though, I will totally unplug. And not even just from work, but I'll actually take time to unplug from social media. Right. And yeah, I started doing technology that. on Sunday. And I will make sure. So The Handmaid's Tale just started again, which I'm obsessed with. I don't know if you've ever watched The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. It's a very um, dark show, you guys. It's kind of it could be triggering. So I don't know if every it's for everybody, but it's it's definitely a, a hard show to watch. But it's a great, it's a very well written, good show. And so I will make sure that I don't, ha I don't check my phone during that show. I turn okay. the lights off and I basically watch it like a movie, like you used to in the olden days. I try not to look at, I mean, it's so common to look at your phone now when you're watching TV or movies. I mean, is it crazy? Do you do that? Um, no. Oh, you're able. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I just still look at my phone even when there's a show on. I'm still looking at my phone at the same oh, time. Oh, my husband will get mad at me, so I can't. <laughs> oh, good. He's like really big on that. He's like you – he was like you're obsessed with your phone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am. Like you're right. And so I've – I've over the last year, I've kind of stopped being on my phone. Like you've got to unplug at some point. Like if you don't, you'll go crazy. No, and that's, that's Sunday. That's what I've been starting to do on Sundays. With yeah. not only The Handmaid's Tale, but I really try and at least um, like stay – even if even if I do use my phone, maybe I'm listening to a podcast, I won't be on my phone. You know, right. there's a lot of other things I need to be doing, you know, around the house that we all need to do um, or even if I'm taking a bath or whatever. And I try to really unplug and yeah. I think that is just so important, not even just on Sundays obviously, but if you struggle with the Sunday scaries – Staying off of social media for a little bit on Sundays, just like really, really, really important, really important. Right, right. Um, 
So yeah, that's kind of, that's the, one of the biggest things. I think we talked about kind of writing, like planning out our weeks. I think that's good. Maybe even writing out like in the morning, like I said, a short kind of to-do list of what you need to do that week or, or not even short. If you feel like you need to plan it out, maybe getting a planner or something like that. Um, I feel like a planner also frees up space in your mind so you don't have Absolutely. to remember everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. My brain would be like yeah. numb. You don't have to remember. I had all that in there. For sure. Like how are you expect the brain's not programmed no. that way anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I think also like just making sure that you're doing something fun on the on Sunday too. I mean, I I like to make sure like I at least am and I have something planned that's fun for me. And fun right. looks different for everybody. Maybe fun is watching like Netflix for a couple hours. That's fine too. Or, um, you know, going to your child's, you know, games. Maybe it's not great fun, but at least you're outside or something. You're watching a game. Right. Or maybe you want to try cooking like a new recipe on Sunday. Some people do a lot of meal prep stuff, you know. I love Sundays for that reason now because I will try and cook something new with right. all my GI issues and stuff. I leave Sundays for like cooking something new and I have time for it and it's actually nice because I hate cooking when I don't have my lunch time. Right. Um, you know, you and have- moving your body, stuff like that. I don't know. Right. You say? Oh, I was saying, do you have uh, your healing tip? Oh my gosh. Yes. So, um, but I don't know. Well, I mean, first I want to wrap this up though. I mean, is there anything else you would say about Sunday scaries that you feel like is something that you – is like the planner thing for you is like the best, I would say. Right. 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 I and think just like having stuff. it all – having it all out, it, there's there's nothing to obsess over. It's already out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. So before we like wrap this up, I mean, I, I do, I, I, we're going to go back to you guys, my healing tip of the week. I started doing this in previous episodes and then we got away from it. So I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Um, and, but before, before I tell you my tip, I just want to say to anyone that does struggle with the Sunday scaries, I mean, it is, it's hard to, it's hard to get through the weekend when you feel like you are just struggling with anything going on in your daily life. I mean, maybe it's not even in your job. Maybe, you know, you're taking care of someone who's sick or someone is sick, or maybe you're um, just stressed out with other different school, even like I wouldn't even talk about school, obviously forget about work. Like maybe school, something is going on in school too, right? Like with, okay. Yeah. I had Sunday scaries in high school because I hated school. Well, and you know what? It's funny because I think of work and what I just talked about with hating work and so much of that stuff will can translate with school too. A lot of it yeah. has to do with the interpersonal relationships. Right. No, yeah. Like I liked but, learning. I hated like students. Yeah. And or maybe it is about academics, right? Maybe you're just yeah. like have this test coming up. Oh my gosh. That's probably like giving you anxiety about tests and stuff. But I think one of the best things you can do, like I said about support system, but my healing tip would to be to at least think of for a Sunday, think of at least like three to five relaxation type of tools or techniques that you can choose from on a Sunday and write them into your schedule. So like Taylor, you were talking about writing things into your schedule during the week, which I still think is amazing. But I definitely think 
think about, you know, during the week on Sunday, what you can plan to do. That's some type of relaxation tool. So it could be, again, moving your body, which I recommend. Maybe taking a hot bath or reading a book. Maybe doing a yoga class or yoga video. Um, listening to your favorite music and just kind of, you know, being by yourself if that helps you or playing a game with your family or with your kids, like a board game or something. Um, maybe cooking your favorite meal or if you have a pet, like playing with your dog, meditating. So my tip healing tip is to pick at least three to five relaxation tools that you can choose from. Not that you have to do every single one of them on a Sunday, but just that you have like a small toolkit of relaxation techniques that you can choose from on a Sunday and make them a priority. 100% agree. Yeah. So what about you, Taylor? Do you have, can you bring back your quote of the week? Cause I want to, yes. I want to bring that back too. I think this is a good quote for this week. So one step at a time, one day at a time, one hour at a time. I love that. It's so easy. It's so easy to like think about all the things, but in reality, all we have right now and all we're guaranteed right now is right now. Yes. And I think that's so important for me personally. You know, when I was thinking the other day, like, I wonder how I'm going to die. Well, okay. I could have like 57 more years on this earth. And if I thought about that every single day, when would I have lived? You know, it's like, I might as well died when I was younger because I thought I was dead then basically. So just, I have to always remind myself that like, Right now is all I have, one hour at a time. Like, what am I going to do from 11.30 to 12.30? Like, that's all that matters right now. I was just going to say that's such like a nice mantra too to have. Yeah. Maybe you guys listening, write that down and put it somewhere where you can see it a lot. Repeat it again, Taylor. One step at a time, one day at a time, one hour at a time. I love it. Yes. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode of the Sunday Scaries. And let us know um, if you guys struggle with the Sunday Scaries. Send us a DM at the Anxiety Chicks on Instagram or email us at the Anxiety Chicks at gmail.com. Let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. And if you guys have any suggestions of topics you want to hear, let us know too. But we really hope you guys enjoy your week and get those relaxation healing tips in, okay? Just make sure you do that. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.